the soul is the is not something of uh, that we have. It's something that we are. We are the soul. We are the spirit within the body, and we are what's making the body move around. You know, what's making it animated. You know, the person. When I say the person, it's it's you. It's not the body. It's you, the person that's inside the body. You know, the body's always changing. It used to be this big. You know, and then. It used to look so much different than it is now, but it's still the same person looking out from the body, you know. So, in the body there is this person, this very, this person, this person in the body needs certain things. The person in the body needs love, needs shelter, needs happiness, needs um, a sense of purpose, a sense of uh, fulfillment, all these things. And, um, but this person in the body, due to uh, what's called the false ego, it's a covering over the living, over you, over the soul, you start to identify yourself as the body. I think I am a man, I am a woman, I am this age, this color, this uh, nationality and so on. We start to think of ourselves as the body. I'm old, I'm young, etc. And um, this, uh, then we start thinking that uh, because I am this body, uh, I need to make um, my body, I need to make myself happy in this world. So in order to make myself happy, I, due to the false identification of myself as a body, uh, then I try to find happiness in so many different ways in this world. You guys with me so far? So, um, in so many different ways we try to find happiness. We try to find through another, uh, you know, if I think, if I'm a woman then I think, a man will make me happy. If I'm a man, I think a woman will make me happy. Uh, if I'll, I'll be satisfied by having certain sensual pleasures or mental stimulation, excitement, and so on, then I'll be satisfied. So, um, but if we analyze, we see that it doesn't work. It doesn't work. The the happiness we think we're going to get, it's it's not there. It's not. We don't achieve it, not to the degree that we want. So, this is why everything in this world is said to be illusory. Because it, it promises you a certain kind of happiness, a certain happiness, a certain fulfillment. But then when you get what you're after, you don't have the full uh, happiness and full satisfaction that you want. So. Uh, the mantra is actually the sound incarnation of God. God is there within the sound. This may be very difficult to, un to comprehend or to grasp in the beginning when we first start chanting or start practicing mantra meditation. But as you practice more and more, you'll be able to actually experience this. You'll be able to perceive this. You can really enter into the sound, you know. You can really 
have the full experience that you want is there in the mantra because you are the, the soul, you are the spirit soul, you're not the body. The soul, in order to be happy, it needs to be uh, linked up with the, the Supreme Soul. So the Supreme Soul, because of this, because of knowing our desire to be filled, to be happy, has incarnated in this sound. So by regularly hearing and chanting these mantras, then more and more you're able to taste this, you're able to experience this. It's not a belief system, it's not a philosophy. It's something you should experience, you know. So this is, what I'm trying to give you guys is an opportunity to, to actually experience this. And it's not very difficult. All you need to do is regularly practice it. Regularly practice like the Japa meditation that I, that I taught you and this Kirtan meditation. If you regularly go, more and more you'll start to experience what I'm talking about. And then as you experience it more and more, then uh, you'll more and more want to do it. <laughs> you'll more and more want to engage in meditation, engage in this practice. And less and less, this, uh, you become affected by the ups and downs of this world. Because you know it's not going to make you happy anyway. The, the things in this world, whatever you attain in this world, whatever the next thing you have in your mind, uh, it's not going to make you happy anyway. The, because I know I have actually a source of happiness. I have a source of real happiness. Yesterday I was talking to somebody who hadn't seen me for a while. And she said, she asked me, oh, you know, what am I doing? And told me I lost some weight, which I was happy to hear. She was, she was saying to me, like, what do you want to do? You know, what do you, she's asking me, what do I want to do in life? You know? And then I said, well, you know, I, I, she asked, how's your business? I said, oh, my business is not doing very good right now. And she's like, oh, well, what do you want to do? I said, oh, I'm happy doing what I do, you know? Practicing bhakti yoga, experiencing um, more and more connection with God through this practice. And this is what I like to do, this is what I want. And she's all, she just kept asking me, well, what do you, there, there must be some thing you're looking forward to, some, some, because, you know, it's, it's like a thing that everybody has something to look forward to, right? That's what, that's what keeps people going, they have something to look forward to, right? Now, if you have nothing to look forward to, then you're, considered maybe um, a depressor, right? Because you've got nothing to look forward to. Um, but there's two kinds of people that have nothing to look forward to. One is the kind of person that has everything he wants. So there's nothing more to gain. There's, no, there's no, nowhere else to look. And the other is one who's uh, just completely jaded by everything and has no desire to look forward he has nothing to look forward to because uh, he's experiencing the world is um, you know I've had everything there's nothing nothing really did it for me so I'm not excited about the future because I know in the future it's not going to give me anything more than I've already had in the past and it, and then so it's like this person has no reason to live right so this is when they commit suicide actually 
is because they've tried everything. They've tried all the sex, they've tried all the drugs, they've tried all the rock and roll, they've tried all the food, they've tried all the ice cream, and nothing did it for them. So then they realize that, oh, there's nothing to look forward to, I might as well just end it. Um, the yogi also has nothing to look forward to, in a sense, because he has everything that he needs. He's, he's satisfied inside, he's happy inside. And there's no necessity, there's no, the future already looks bright. He's taking shelter of God, he's, he's, his life is serving God, his life is connecting with God. And there's nothing, and then he loses interest more and more in the things, the goals, the fake goals in this world. You know, it's like people just have fake, they just create fake goals. They don't, uh, they just, you know, have this, they just start doing these, these activities for no particular reason, just to keep active, to do something. So, we're trying to save you from this kind of life. This, this empty life of just trying to uh, make false goals and false uh, uh, dreams and so on. And to actually give you a real existence, real purpose to your life that will actually bring you happiness, actually satisfy your heart. This is what we're trying to offer. And I've, you've already, you already have what you need, now it's just a matter of practicing. If you regularly practice more and more, you'll experience it. You don't have to be some kind of great, uh, austere um, Himalayan liver, someone who lives in the Himalayas practicing meditation. You don't need this. All you need to do is regularly hear and chant uh, these names of God, and more and more you feel yourself coming close to Him. And then this becomes a real goal. As soon as you have a little taste, then you want more and more. And this grows and grows inside this connection with God. This is called yoga, this union with God. And as the more you taste it, the more you want it, and the more it actually satisfies your heart. Because you are the soul. You are not the body. This is, this is a real goal for the, the real person inside the body. Okay? So, in the next, in the next few months, I hope you come and learn more so when, when, I'm, when I'm not here anymore, um, you have a solid foundation for your practice.
Krishna, Krishna.